0: Where have we been for the last year? It's a great question, and you, dear listener, deserve an answer because we have not been idle. We want to take a sec to talk to you about everything we've been doing and what our future plans are for this podcast, so strap yourself in. It's time we had a talk. welcome everybody you are listening to the world craft club podcast the podcast devoted to helping authors dungeon masters and anyone who makes fictional settings master the craft of world building to create the most exciting and engaging worlds that will bring your audience back time and time again i am your host james and i am joined here today by seth what's up seth not much how are you doing james I kind of wanted you to just dive into your uh, jazz 3 a.m. radio impression there. Hi. Oh, no, oh, you're not going to do it? I'm not going to do it. All right. Save maybe, that for another time. You all have day. keep
1: listening <laughs> to hear <laughs> Seth's tuned. jazz radio impression.
0: <laughs> Excellent. So, Seth, we've got an important question to answer. I was going through our podcast history and found that the last time we actually submitted a podcast was like September. I thought it was, like, November, but it was, like, like
1: September. September?
0: September is when I saw it last That's almost a year ago. I know, right? And I I think it might actually, by the time I get this one out, be a year. Oh, goodness. I am so sorry, people. Yeah. It has been a a year. It has been quite a year. At this point, I dive into the origins of the World Builders Journal, the big project that Seth and I have been delivering. Honestly, it's this thing that's taken us away from y'all. Designing, testing, and fulfilling this has eaten up all our free time. Let me and Seth break it down for you here. So essentially what I think this revolves around is Seth sent me one of his infamous texts. This is actually how the podcast started, was Seth sent me a text and was like, hey, do you want to start a podcast? And so we did. He sent (laughs) me another text, and the text was basically like, we should make a disc journal. And so we did. Like, We did. did. Yeah, so we did. Like, so Seth, do you want to just run people through? What's the rundown? What did we do? What did we do this last year?
1: So for this last year, we have been making something that is honestly probably my most favorite thing that I've ever created. (laughs) I'm not even joking. Every time I look at it, I'm just so impressed with how it turned out. So we created something called the World Builders Journal. And so this is a disk bound journal. That is designed to help creatives, whether they're people who are building sessions for TTRPGs, whether they're players in a TTRPG, whether they're authors who are designing a world for their stories, create amazing worlds. Hmm. Not only create amazing worlds, but finish those amazing worlds and then actually do something with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of been one of those weird things where uh, in in the two years that we did this podcast prior to starting this project, and it was, it was yeah, it was about two years. It was. Um, it was. This is kind of where we coalesced on, isn't it? Like the World Builders mm-hmm. Journal is kind of like the culmination of of two years of interviews and discussion, and I feel like we sort of disappeared and went and made something in that. Time. That's absolutely right. So so we took all of the wisdom
1: that we learned through this process of making the podcast, because the Mm. reality is that when we came into the podcast, we had a very different understanding of what world building was. Totally, We We had a very different idea about it. And then through talking to other creators, understanding best practices, and through the actual process of creating things ourselves, we sort of arrived at this destination where we were like, wow, we're... We're talking about world building in a way that's unique and it's different. And nobody else is talking about this. How do we now go out and get this into other people's hands in a real tangible way? And so the World Builders Journal was really born out of that desire to take Mm. what we're doing here with the podcast of education and conversation and exploration and take all of those things and really extend them one step further to to give people a practical tool that they can use to practice all of these things we're talking about and to bring their best ideas to life.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that really had a lot to do with it. We were kind of live on, on the social medias there for a while and, and poking around a bunch of different places, bunch of Facebook groups, Reddit groups, things like that, just sort of, mm-hmm. um, being members at large in them. Like somebody would say, you know, what, what is world building? How does, how does one do it? And what people would generally do is launch into like an explanation of like their favorite world building. Um, right. And f- your favorite feature or their favorite idea or their favorite
1: practical tip how do you make mountains on a map
0: yeah and all of that stuff is really useful and and you know my my youtube is stacked with with a bunch of them Uh, and and all of that you know all that stuff is great but it wasn't really getting to the heart of the matter and i think that's really where a lot of this came to we want to we don't just want to build ideas in our heads though that's really fun Um, we want to create something that other people are going to walk around in and explore. The whole point is is we wanted these ideas to be shared. And so th- this is partly why, like, and I mean, we, we've been, you know, giving that intro for a while, you know, to create the most exciting and engaging worlds that will bring your audience back time and time again. And that was really the desire is to have people fall in love with what you're making. And the World Builders mm-hmm. Journal kind of got to this point where we we had kind of put together our best ideas and created these really this really sparse set prompts so they're it's very light and easy like it is not a it is not a a to z every element in your world being crafted I- puts you in a place where you focus on your, your audience, your visitants experience of the setting and kind of helps you to craft it from there. And the cool thing about it though, is that we just love stationary. So this kind of like combined yes. really well, it's like, we, you know, we, we think about digital stuff and, and I'm a big fan of digital note-taking and to-do lists. And like, I manage a lot of my life through my phone, but like, there's something about, having a leather journal that has an awesome Ouroboros on the cover and has these great little gold discs in the back of disc binding. And they just look beautiful and they're cool to have
1: on a shelf. You open it up and the artwork is just astounding. Like it looks so good, whether it's sitting next to you on your desk or you're actually opening it up and using it. It just looks great. It feels great to use. I use it all of the time. Like, I honestly expected to make this and then just sell it to people. Right. Yeah. When I, when I like, because that's typically how I start all of my ideas. Yeah. I've had one next to me now ever since we got them, and I use it literally every day.
0: Yeah and you'll have to excuse us a little bit we're we're kind of riding high we've we've just shipped all of them and USPS have outdone themselves yeah. and have delivered yeah. everything really really fast so we're getting yeah. loads of feedback from folks and and a lot of it actually all of it has just been really really positive and people are very excited to get it one of the core reasons we got into designing this product was Seth becoming enamored with disc journals in this section, we discuss how Seth found this product, how it inspired him, and why this design feature is so critical to the journal's functionality. One of our mods on our oh. Discord server, who's
1: a good friend, yeah, uh, actually can't be fired. He, that's right. Who cannot be fired. I don't know what we would do without her, actually. Yeah, actually, uh, She introduced me to the idea
0: Didn't know and that. said, hey, yeah. look,
1: I have this, this cool thing that I use when I'm running my TTRPG sessions. Yeah, And I looked at it and was like, wow, that's so astounding. And then I went to the Staples and found it.
0: And and the premise here is like, what, what it is, is a disk journal is a, is a type of binding that allows you to withdraw specially cut pages from any part of the journal and just slot them in elsewhere. Right? Yeah. So you can just pop them in, pop them out, put them wherever you want them. And so without
1: any mechanism that you have to open and close, like yeah. a three ring binder.
0: You can just yank them out. And we love that because one is like, Seth and I both uh, operate in a lot of digital space as well. I know both of us like at least manage our to-do lists and mm-hmm. I've got calendars and all kinds of fun stuff on yep. our phones. And i like, I love digital stuff. But again, it's this whole thing about having something that's tactile, but solves the problem of a lot of tactile problems. Like there, there's two things. One, you take a journal and it's got, you know, it's, it's got a nice binding to it. And, but all the pages are going to be in that order forever. And if you screw one up, it's screwed up forever. And then mm-hmm. you have, past that page or you have to rip it out or something like that and it's kind of like a little bit disappointing that you're kind of like graffitiing these beautiful journals like right out right. it's kind of neat when you can just pull the page out if you don't like it the other thing is that you can just reorganize it but it's a lot nicer and cleaner looking than a three ring binder i've got tons of three ring binders i love them too but they get a little bit like they ugly Crazy. you know what i mean they yeah, ugly. they're ugly and, like, and they
1: break And if you keep them for any length of time, the mechanism stops working. If you're opening it and closing
0: it and the rings get get all bent up and... (sighs) So we realized that like a lot of world building stuff, when you open it up, it's like, here's 16 pages about topography and geology. And there's a lot of people who just don't care and it's not important to their setting. So we didn't want to have a pile of guilt-inducing pages that would just draw you into it and kind of go like, oh, okay, I guess I better figure out, you know, what the mantle of my planet's made of, you know, it's like, and it's like, <laughs> it's all this kind of stuff. And so we, we decided to make it oh, modular. Man. So if you're interested in magic and mythology, buy a magic and mythology pack that goes in the journal. And then you have that in there. If you're not interested in it, you want a more grounded sci-fi yeah. setting, then don't use that. You know what I mean? So right. we, we right. want you to put a lot the, of-
1: the mystery page. Yeah. Right. You might want the mystery page, or you might want the character page, or you might want
0: uh, one of the other pages from the other mini-packs. Here we take a second to brag about some of our artists, the folks who did work on the pages and the cover. I have to do a big shout-out to both Marcus, who designed our cover, and Jog Brogson, who did a lot of our internal artwork on the pages. Their links are in the show notes, so you can take a look at their art for yourself. I highly recommend it. We've uh, collaborated with a brilliant artist, Jog Brogson, who's done a lot of our internal stuff. We interviewed him mm-hmm. a little while ago. I'll put a note to that in the show notes so you guys can find him. We actually talked to him a couple of times. He's a great friend, does incredible work for us on the interior. Yeah. Just a note about Jog. If anybody is looking for fantasy
1: maps and that sort oh, of stuff, check him out.
0: Second to none. Second. Seriously. To none. He is yeah. impeccable. Impactful. Beautiful work with a nice like hand-drawn style to it. Beautiful maps. And then the covers done by our very own Marcus.
1: Yeah. Just an absolutely stellar job. If you haven't seen the pictures
0: of the Kickstarter exclusive cover. Oh. Just unbelievable. Dreadful. And he's got a lot more juice in him. I can't wait to oh, make yeah. more, more so covers excited. with him. He's, some <laughs> he's cool so stuff. excited. And uh, that makes me excited. And and this has just been a really fun collaborative thing, but it's been a lot of passing ideas through, talking with loads of different people, mm-hmm. and then Kickstarters. It turns out like we pretty much did this project like we do every other project. Seth sends me a text, and then we kind of start working on it. And then we disappear into it for months, realize it was way harder then we thought it was going to be, but then we buy the sunk cost fallacy and just commit to the bit, and finish the job <laughs> essentially is like it's what we true. kind of did. And so, like, but it true. was, it was good and it worked out better than we had any right to kind of believe it would. And so, so we, we, we actually funded in 24 hours the most stressful freaking 24 hours of my life. I was like biting my nails and refreshing my phone every minute or so, but like yeah. we managed to do it just really good. Not only that, but yeah. we actually got everything out a month early yeah probably um, a
1: kickstarter record it's, it's got i it. don't know i've never been part of a kickstarter that that wasn't late, late late at least a little late
0: yeah and 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 this is the thing is like we we've kind of we, we've we got a vision for this we want to create more yep. stuff we want to make yep. more stuff and so like we wanted to make a good first impression and so we That's we've right. been trying we we tried really hard but what are we going to do with the podcast Here's where we break that down. But the TLDR is that we plan on doing this biweekly for the foreseeable future. We've got some interviews lined up and we're really excited about them. We also want to spend some time talking to folks on our Discord, but a little more on that later. This is going to be the first of a continuing continuation of the podcast. You know, we're hoping to keep this up every 2 weeks or so keep that rhythm going that we had about you know a good year ago i've got to relearn some stuff as i get into this but we've got some nifty new tools to help us out with our podcasting stuff so like i'm excited to get going i've got some interviews lined up for y'all and we've got a lot of fun ideas for what we want to do with this but mm-hmm. mostly we're just really excited because with the world builders journal like this podcast can really be what we always wanted it to be it can just be something to help you That's know right. just a tool for everybody to use. So we're we're hoping to keep the podcast kind of ad free and kind of carry on except for obviously us gushing about <laughs> the stuff we make and, <laughs> some, and some of our friends, guys like jog and such who we want to talk about but we can at least take it from an earnest place that doesn't right. doesn't need doesn't need to sell.
1: sponsorship.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like I'm I'm thrilled about the kind of independence that the podcast gets with this collaboration with the World mm-hmm. Builders Journal. So that's going to be really fun. Sure. So look forward to like a whole new whole new series with the podcast. I'm really excited to get this thing going and then kind of get it cooking with gas. I can't wait to do some recordings and start talking to people. That's honestly like what really ramps, ramps me up in this project. Yeah. Okay, last interjection, I promise. We're, we're about to talk about the discord and this might be my favorite part of what we're doing here. This community is at the heart and soul of what we're making. It's where we talk with y'all, make connections, and train up our world building skills. We hope you'll jump in and join the party. I'm proud of this small but mighty community that we've been building, and you'd be so welcome. There's a link in the show notes. But let me hand it back to Seth and, uh, well, me to explain it a little more. So the, the Discord is something that we've been kind of um, we, we've kind of had for a little while. We, we've tried forming communities in different places and had you know varying degrees of success. Loved talking to people. Made lots of different interview prospects on things like Twitter and Facebook, but like Discord is really where we found our home, because it's um, it, it's social media without any of the veneer, right? Mm-hmm. You're just chatting. You're just talking to people. So right. we built a server and we've been very slowly expanding it. I've got to admit, I'm a bit of a channel Nazi. I do not like adding channels unless there is a <laughs> very, very good reason to. So we've kept the channels pretty tight on there. But each of the channels sees a lot of use as a result. Yes. So like we've been having lots of good sort of general nerdery sort of conversations. But we've also kind of dove deep into... uh the world of world building names, a little section there on music. We've been doing flash fiction projects with folks as well, where weekly we do a flash fiction prompt to practice world building skills. And our very own Dave on our Discord, who is our lore keeper. For this project has been developing a setting using all the pages in the world builders journal that we have so far we're basically practicing with it and trying to create a neat example that we can show people because our pitch honestly when we talk to people about the world builders journal is we are a podcast and community you know and we made we made this thing but like the community is is a big part of this for us and so i wanted to create a world builders journal that was filled out by. Our community so um we're creating a setting a little collaborative setting there that's uh that's developing really well there's a lot of excitement about it dave's a really talented graphic artist as well and has been doing a lot of drawings for it which are rad it's a lot of people riding dinosaurs that's basically where we went with it magic people <laughs> riding dinosaurs with elemental magic and so uh, we've got nice I brontosaurus writers that are a lot like the Moomakill from lord of the rings and like mm-hmm. people riding you know dinosaurs the flipping tyrannosauruses and stuff having a great time kind of like leveling that out and having fun nerdy debates because it turns out that we have some folks in there who know quite a bit about dinosaurs on a professional (laughs) level and so there has been some really intense discussion it's been wonderful but the group is is steadily growing and is Mm -hmm. active and engaged and And friendly yeah and that is the number one thing that when we set out to build this
1: we looked around at all of the world building groups and we said, you know what we don't want? We don't want anybody who's going to say, I have the way and it's my way or the highway. And so we yeah. don't. And, you know, James, I, I sort of have to shout you out because you've been the architect of this community and you've really created a space where people feel welcome to share Mm. their ideas and share their the pieces of their world and other people are excited to give them positive constructive feedback on it you know and help them refine their ideas it's it's really a joy to be part of a community like this yeah Uh, so if you guys are into world building if you're listening to this you're into world building and you haven't checked out the discord yet come and come and check it out even if you don't want to you know you don't wanna say anything, you can lurk. It is just so great to see people having these constructive conversations in
0: a really positive and uplifting way. Yeah, we also have weekly get-togethers where we actually just all get together and talk. So 8 p.m. EST on the on the server, we get together and have what we call firesides where we just talk about a lot of world building stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll come with a topic. A lot of times we do parts of the world building project and agree on stuff for that. And that's that's honestly been a blast. And thanks for the shout-out, Seth. Like I I think what we've created is a community where there's no one upmanship, which right. is the thing that always kind of like gets me in a lot of in a lot of circles where people are talking about very, you know, stuff that kind of requires a lot of intellectual and creative energy is right. there there tends to be a little bit of, well, that's great, but here's my thing. And right. I've I have yet to see that in our server and I'm and I'm delighted by it. That's not to say people in there aren't opinionated, but they're oh, um,
1: they're also friendly. all the opinions, <laughs> literally all the opinions,
0: all the strongly held opinions, but dealt with in a way that is very collegiate and just friendly. So go yeah. on and give us a try, and lurkers are also really welcome. Not everybody Absolutely. wants to talk. That's okay. That's okay. Absolutely. But honestly, like I think, I think that about does it, Seth. I think is this yeah. everything we've done? Have we done anything else? Um, is there other stuff? I mean. I wrote a lot of
1: books, but
0: uh it's just that's just stuff you do anyway. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't count anymore, Seth. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Seth wrote a lot of books. Great. Yeah. Jeez, you got some stuff out on Audible as well, haven't you, Flipping? Yeah, it.
1: yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff out out the there. Man um, the Man check Moves. The Man Moves. Check it out if you like fantasy. Yeah, you know one oh, there is one actually other thing that yeah, we have right, been yeah, developing. Yeah. And then I'm really excited about and hopefully will be out by the time this episode comes out or will shortly be launching. And that is that when we put the world builders journal together, one of the pieces we got feedback on from sort of our, our core group is that the, the concepts needed to just be sort of explained and fleshed out a little bit. So we went ahead and we wrote a guide for the world builders journal Mm a guide for all of the mini packs, sort of explaining how to use them. And then we thought, we looked at that and we thought, you know what? Why don't we just take this one step further? We have a lot of really cool information and really cool insight that we've gained over the last few years of of interviewing people. Mm -hmm. And why not just put that into digestible content for people who are interested in really cranking up their world building game? And so we are in the process of developing a bunch of course content that will be rolling out at some point here. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited to, to sit down with you, James, and really hash out those lessons that we've learned and, and really just get to the core of what world building is, what we've learned about it and how to then apply that to our own creative pursuits. So keep an eye out for that. So
0: that's it. That's what we've been doing this last year. We're excited to get back into it with the podcast and so stoked that you're here for the ride. Can't wait to do more world building discussions. For Seth, I'm James, and this has been the Worldcraft Club podcast. Catch you again in a couple of weeks. You're so ready for like 3 a.m. radio with that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I really want you to just have a jazz station. DJ Jazzy Seth. Jazzy Seth. <laughs> okay.